Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krocko, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 113 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. This week, we are back for part three of our four-part series of the top four mistakes that Kate has made in business. This is a really fun series because I'm just sort of pulling back the curtains and showing you guys a little bit of a different view of my business and some of those things that I've done along the way that I hope my experience and insight into these experiences will help you better handle what's to come in business and maybe not make the same mistakes as me. So last week, episode 112, we talked a little bit about putting all of your eggs in one basket. And I shared a little bit about my launch and what that looked like for me when I only focused on one thing and wasn't really focused maybe on the right thing at that time. Um, And then the week before that, part one of this series, episode 111, we talked about fast growth and what my fast growth formula was for a season in my business and how it actually backfired. So make sure if you have not listened to those two episodes yet, go back, have a listen. And without further ado, let's dive into 113. So this week, we're going to talk about us attaching our worth to our clients' outcomes. All right. This is something that was a big one for me early on in business. And I felt as a coach that my success and how well I was doing was tied to how well my clients were doing. And Because I had this mindset, I just constantly worked and was so attached to their outcome that I was constantly overstepping my own boundaries and quite honestly, probably overstepping theirs too. So let's start today with sort of the mindset behind this, okay? So here was my mindset. If my clients are successful, that means I am successful, right? Of course, we want our clients to be successful, but we cannot hold on so tightly to their success. We cannot predict what's going to happen. We cannot do the work for them. And it's actually a disservice to ourselves and to them to have this mindset because it's not gonna serve them. If they want to create success in their life and business, they have to do the work themselves. They have to want it bad enough. And if you want the success for your clients or your customers more than they want it, that's not a good thing. Not a good sign. 
So what happened in this season for me? So that first year of business, I was a huge control freak. Um, I was attached to my email, to my Voxer, to my text messages, to my social media, and was constantly just trying to come up with ways to motivate my clients more, do the work for them. Like literally people were emailing me their posts and I was editing everything and people were emailing me all of their sales pages and I was editing all of that and I was putting together programs for them. I literally was doing all of the work for them. And what do you think happens when you go way above and beyond and overstep your own boundaries and really overstep someone else's. Nothing good comes out of it, right? I was exhausted and it was not sustainable. We'll just say that. My clients, to some extent, I think they sort of liked it because they felt like they were getting their biggest like bang for their buck. I was uh, going above and beyond. However, Yes, maybe they liked it, but it was not serving them because then what would happen was as soon as we were done working together and if they decided to go off on their own, it was pretty impossible for them to keep up with what they were doing before because I was doing all the work before. And that is very disempowering. That is not empowering. What is empowering is when We can give our clients the tools and the insight and the knowledge and expertise and encourage them and cheer them on to go and do the work for themselves and to set them up so that they have that independence. So I think of someone, let's just say you sell Beachbody workouts and shakes and all that stuff. You cannot force your clients every day to go and do the workout or to drink the shakes, right? It's just too much work. At some point, you're going to have a full team under you and you're going to have thousands of clients and you can't check in with every single one every single day. And I think that so often early on in business, especially, we're told that we want to give the highest quality of care. We want to just give the best experience to our clients. And we think that giving the best experience is us overstepping our boundaries, us needing to be on all the time. And it's really quite the opposite. It's when we have to check in all the time, then again, what happens when we're not there? There's no one to check in and therefore they probably won't do the work. So we want to make sure that we really set them up for success so that they feel empowered that they don't need us, right? We're there as a helpful tool, but they really don't need us. They can do it on their own and they believe that they can do it on their own. So how did this affect me? Well, first of all, it completely burned me out. Felt like I was in constant communication with people, doing the work for people, and I didn't have my own life anymore. I really did not. And for me, the the way that it sort of all came crashing down was when I found out that I was pregnant with my first baby. 
And that was uh, right before my one-year mark in business, in this coaching business, second year mark in my first business. And I literally just was so sick all the time that I just couldn't do the work anymore. And I had to say to myself, oh my gosh, like I need to figure something out because the way that I am serving my clients is not going to work for me. It's not going to work for them. They're so used to me being on constantly. This is not sustainable. And it took me, let's just say quite some time to be able to sort of shift that and to figure out, sort of find a happy medium between what would work, what wouldn't work. And I tried a few things. And one of the things that I tried was I I felt, okay, because I can't give, especially with a new baby coming, having two businesses, can't give that same level of care. So let me try putting together a membership group. And I remember, you know, putting together this membership group and thinking like, oh, this is going to solve all the problems. Membership groups are pretty hands-off. But what was my issue was that was what I was looking to want to do. However, my mindset wasn't quite there yet. Most of us go to our closets and say, I have way too many clothes and nothing to wear. This is true for me and the average American who only wears 20%, meaning 80% of their closet and your closet and my closet is just clutter. If you've ever been interested in simplifying your wardrobe, that's what Cladwell's all about. They help you build a capsule wardrobe through their capsule wardrobe program, which is a six week guided course to build your perfect capsule wardrobe. This capsule wardrobe program has limited spots, but you can go on over to cladwell.com and use code LIKEABOSS to get an extra 50 bucks off. Or if you want to start with a Cladwell app membership first, you can use code LIKEABOSS and get 15% off the app membership. Guys, I have been using this app now for a couple of months and it has simplified my life. I got rid of the 80% that I was not wearing in my closet and now only wear what I love, what feels comfortable, what I want to wear. And I look different every day. I don't wear the same thing every day. Erin, who is the CEO of this company, is also one of my good friends. And I believe so much in this course. I have taken the course. I am still going through some of the material and videos right now. And I've been using this app and I just want to shout it from the rooftops. You know me wanting to clear the clutter. This is a very easy way to clear the physical clutter and also the mental clutter that keeps you in indecision, wondering and pondering and going back and forth, wondering what you're gonna wear every day. This just makes it a breeze. So I thought that this was a solution, creating a membership group, but I had this push and pull constantly. Rather than allowing that group to work for me, it really worked against me. And what I was doing in there was sort of like telling myself, I don't really need to show up a lot because it's a super low cost membership group. I can just give them the resources that they've signed up for, like just give them what they signed up for. I don't need to bend over backwards in here. 
you know, if somebody wants really hands-on support, I'll have a couple of one-on-one spots open still. But what I was doing was then I was feeling a lot of guilt because I wasn't, I hadn't worked through this mindset yet. So I was feeling all of this guilt, like, but I need to, I need to help them get those results. And again, I was getting really frustrated because with a membership group, you can't expect if that's all the support that people are getting, you can't expect them to like blow up in their business or, you know, go from no business to high number of clients in a small period of time or customers, whatever you want to say. So it was driving me even more crazy. And then I would feel like I had to go in and control and go above and beyond and help people. And then I would tell myself I would feel burned out. And then I would tell myself, oh, this is just a membership group. Why am I doing this? Like, why am I killing myself over this? And then I would step back again. And then that cycle of guilt and uh, just feeling bad would come back again. I realized ultimately that was not the model for me, that I wanted something a little more higher end. And that was when I decided I had my first, I ended up taking a little bit of time off and I decided to relaunch my mastermind again a year later when my first was about probably about eight months or so. And for me, that was like the sweet spot for how I can serve my clients best. And it was probably around that time, which was about three and a half years ago or so, that I really started to understand that, man, I can't control other people's outcomes. And when I can just sort of lean back and trust that when I give them the support that they need, the love that they need, um, the skills, all of the tools that they need, and I encourage them to do the work themselves, that's when the biggest results will happen. That's when they can give themselves credit for the work. That's when the work really sticks because they feel like, oh my goodness, Because I can reflect back. I can say when they're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for all of this and like for helping me get from here to there. And I'm like, I just gave you the support, but you were the one who did the work. And because you did the work, that's why you are where you are today. And it's so empowering for people to be able to look back and acknowledge and say, wow, I really am where I am because I took those steps. Nobody did the work for me but myself. And then it sets them up to be able to do it on their own. It's just, it's such a beautiful thing. And I want to invite you guys today to think about joining this mastermind because it is such a powerful place of support, not only from me, but also from your mastermind sisters who are in there. Um, And I'll tell you, every single person that's in there will agree with me that I'm there to support. I'm there to cheer you on. I'm there to coach you every single day. There's a private Facebook community and every day it's having a coach in your back pocket. You get to ask me whatever questions you have, business related, mindset related, boundaries, relationships, whatever it might be. I'm there for you 
I'm there for you every single day. However, I am not doing the work for you, right? I'm not posting for you. I'm not writing the content for you, not writing the sales pages for you. I'm not pitching for you, doing sales calls for you. You are doing all of that yourself. And you are getting your own results. And from shifting and pivoting from one-on-one coaching really to just mastermind, I've actually seen some bigger results in some ways because I think that people are believing in themselves even more and realizing that it's up to them to do the work. And the beautiful thing about the mastermind is that it's only a six-month commitment. However, most people end up staying a minimum of a year because once they get in there and they see, wow. I am getting all this work done just by having this accountability and having this support and having trainings and coaching sessions and daily check-ins. I am accomplishing my goals. I'm getting to where I want to go. And it's okay if I need those reminders. However, I am doing the work for myself. So people stay. They always end up staying. So I want to encourage you today, uh, just about a month from now, March 15th, we are going to be closing the doors to the mastermind for a little bit. I'm going to be going out on maternity for four weeks, um, but we're not going to have new people joining at that time. We have a bunch of really exciting bonuses planned. We have guest experts planned. Uh, My team is going to be taking over two of the group calls to help you guys do basically like a systems deep dive to go through your business, help you figure out what's working, what's not working, where you can shift things, you can get coached by them, get support from them. I also have a special mindset expert who will be coming in for those four weeks who will be there every single day to coach you. So whatever questions pop up, wherever you need support, she's going to be there. And I do actually have her name on the website. I haven't announced it officially yet, but I did put it on the Mastermind sales page. So it's there if you want to go check it out. I also am going to be giving you that month that I am away my plan and spreadsheets and pitches The pitch that helped me secure 80 interviews for my book launch. So we wrote a pitch, tweaked it, rewrote a pitch, tweaked it some more, and walked away with a pitch that worked really well. So we're going to share that with you. Um, I have a training video just sort of walking through what that process was like of pitching to be on podcasts, blogs, print media, TV media, all that good stuff, radio. So if that's a goal that you have in your business this year, I would love to share that bonus training with you as well. Um, We're also going to share with you our spreadsheet with contacts and all that good stuff so that you can see exactly how it worked. I will walk you through all of it to show you how many places we actually had to pitch to in order to secure about 80 interviews. It was quite a lot. We'll say uh, several hundred. But because we have done all the work now, 
I want to share it with you. And that's something new that we added into the mastermind actually is every month, in addition to doing live streams and teachings on mindset, I'm also going to be teaching on some of that behind the scenes in my business. So for instance, um, January, we worked through my sales process, how I get consistent leads, how I follow up with leads, sales calls. February, uh, we've been talking about launches and some really simple ways that I have launched products, programs, services in my business that have made it really fun and have not felt like a launch at all. Um, We're also going to be talking about list building in March and collaborations and how to grow your following. So all of these sort of business tools that I'm doing behind the scenes that are not really mindset related, but I have tons of swipe files and spreadsheets and trackers and things that have helped me through these processes. I'm going to, in 2021, do a training on several of these things once a month. So again, if you are interested in joining us in the mastermind and getting all of these bonuses before March 15th, because we're going to be closing the doors for about two to three months, go over to my site, kcrocco.com forward slash breakthrough and fill out an application. What I'll do is I'll review that application. If it feels like a good fit, if you are in a great place to join us, we will hop on a 15-minute call and you can ask me questions and then we will talk next steps. So I invite you to fill that out. Would love, love, love to support you and to have you in there and just answer all your questions. Um, so again, kcrocko.com forward slash breakthrough. So now back to this topic of not tying our own success to our clients' results. So what do I do now? This is just what I want to share last with you. As I look at myself as just a guide, ultimately our clients and our customers have to want to get results as bad as we want results for them. They need to actually want results more than we want for them. So when I think about it, I have my own coaches, my own mentors, and I don't expect them to do the work for me, right? And it's so empowering when I look back, knowing that nobody did the work for me but myself. When I can give myself that credit and say, wow, like some of this stuff that I had to do, let's just say like to sign a book deal and to write a proposal and pitch to agents, like I didn't have hookups. I had to do it all on my own, like literally go to Barnes and Noble, go through, like look at some of the books that were similar to what I wanted to write and like go to the acknowledgement section of the book in the back and write down people's literary agents, people's publishers and Google and try to find who these people were, try to find email addresses for them. Like I remember hours, like spending hours in the Barnes & Noble Cafe doing this stuff. And I didn't expect anyone to do it for me. I did the work myself. And when you can do the work yourself and empower your customers to do the work themselves, they walk away with so much more. That's why for me, it feels like, wow, like I did it. 
It just, it's the best feeling in the world. So that's what I got for you today. I hope that this empowers you to step back a little bit and not feel so responsible for other people's results. And also, I hope that you can just sort of apply this to your personal life too, right? Our partners, our spouses, our kids, our family members, our friends, we can't do the work for them. Whatever that might be, if it's writing a resume or interviewing or changing their outlook on life, we have to let go. We have to be there to support them, but say, hey, I'm not doing the work for you. You've got to want this more than I want this for you. So I hope you found this helpful today. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next week for part four of this series. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.